Welcome to the Mastering Versatility Podcast with Eugene Marchenko, where we play hard and work harder. What's up, man? Hey, good morning. How are you? I am doing well. I appreciate you uh, you doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Me write something down so i don't forget um how's my lighting is it too bright or is it weird no, it looks good okay all looks right good it's like my face is kind of blown out of proportion <laughs> um and the reason why i want to do these and we were kind of chatting back and forth a little bit is there's a lot of newer agents in the field right and i almost feel like they don't have a voice it's kind of like okay well we got the the youtubers and the podcasters and you got some of these people who've been in the business for 10 15 20 years who kind of um called the shots if you will for lack of better terms and uh the newer agent almost feels like they can't really measure up to that standard right with the success um and i i remember being a newer agent and looking at some of these guys uh who are veterans and wondering how how am i able going to uh get to their level right right uh, but of course it, it just takes time time and time and time and practice 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 and the best thing about insurance is you just got to give it time the longer you spend in insurance and the more people know that you do insurance the more successful you're going to be um and then it's just a matter of figuring out how you can scale that um, right. And so I just, I want, I want to give the newer agent a voice, but I also want the newer agent to know that they're not alone. And so I figured, you know what, let's just do a podcast um, and we'll do, I'll, I'll put it on YouTube, but also put it on a podcast. And so that way, if somebody is in between appointments or somebody's driving to an appointment and what have you, they can listen to something and really connect and relate um, to, to the podcast, hopefully. And, uh, and that's why I asked you if uh, you wouldn't mind being on. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this is uh, podcast number one, and you get to be my uh, my guinea pig. <laughs> All right, let's go. That's I love awesome. it. Um, you can hear me okay? Everything's good? Yep, yep. Okay. So you're, how long have you been in the business? Uh, Medicare, um, officially now, I think, uh, I think yesterday was like my first uh, 30 days. Okay. Um, yeah, but uh, six, seven years ago, I, I officially I started in uh, life insurance for a captive agency. Like I said, um, you know, six or seven years ago, um, it was okay. You know, I just it was my first full time commission set. You know, sales job it was my first sales job in general. So you know, not really knowing what to expect, how to do things, and you know, maybe maybe it was uh, at the time like my leadership or wasn't the best or maybe it was just I didn't know the right questions to ask you know whatever whatever the situation was um, but I left the industry and went back to you know my regular old day job my consistent easy guaranteed paycheck mm-hmm. and you know did that for a while and I don't like working for someone I can't like it just inside my soul it doesn't allow me to be you know to have a boss I guess and um, you know was going through some stuff financially and then uh, got a baby on the way and I was like, you know, I can't do what I'm doing anymore. So I got to go back. Uh, I got to get back into this industry. And this was very recent that you got back into it? Yeah, very recent. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing, you know, all, obviously all the testing and exams and everything uh, for maybe the last uh, three months, two and a half, three months, that the, the process of learning and getting contracted and all that stuff. So 
So you, how long did you take the hiatus of, uh, of stepping away from the insurance industry? Uh, yeah, it was like, it was like six years, uh, maybe five or six, you know, I did, uh, I think I worked for like a year in, in the industry, insurance industry at first. And then, you know, went back to, went back to the day job and Mm -hmm. tried to do my own little stuff. And then, you know, having the baby on the way and the financial stuff that I was going through, I was like, all right, I've got to do something different. I've got to figure something out. And, um, a buddy of mine that I originally met, you know, six, seven years ago at this first uh, insurance company, you know, he, he got back into the industry. He was doing well. So I was like, Hey, like what's going on? What are you doing differently? You know, from, from where we were before, because we weren't very good. We weren't very successful. And then now I see you're having success. Like what's the difference? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he kind of told me what was going on and I said, okay, sign me up. Like, when do I start? When, when can I come to the office? When can I start training? Like, let's, let's jump in feet first and get this done. Are you, uh, are you captive or are you independent? Independent now. Yeah. Yeah. And you were captive before? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never go captive again. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like not being (laughs) self-employed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so now you get, you get the freedom of doing your own schedule and working wherever, whenever you want to work, I would have, which that's downfall to that too. Cause especially in the beginning is you, you're always got to be working. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your, what is your typical schedule look like nowadays? Um, well, so I've kind of relaxed it a little bit now that I've got all my, uh, carriers and everything contracted. But when I first officially started, so I moved, um, I moved, I live in Youngstown, Ohio. My office is in Cleveland. So it's an 83 mile drive to work. Um, so I knew that, you know, I had to take my home computer. I moved, I offered to move it to the office. That's what we're working on here now. And I knew that that way it cut me off from, you know, having an excuse to be home, having an excuse to go play video games on the computer at home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, we got to go all in. I told my wife, this is what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to be gone 18 hours a day, whatever it takes. Uh, so when I first officially started here at the office, I was up at 2.30 every morning. Um, I would do, you know, my little, op- my hour of getting ready in the morning, hit the, hit the road. I'd be here at the office at 5 AM and it was just doing my, my contracting, making sure all my States and stuff were done. And then I would just be in the office by myself for like three and a half, four hours, just role-playing, you know, um, by the time anybody else got in the office, I had already, you know, did a uh, role-playing with Joe and Mary and I've enrolled them four or five times before we even start calling and, you know, some of the people were like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are you, why are you doing this? Because nobody else is. And because I have to do this, I have to get good at this. I've got this baby coming on the way. And when the baby gets here, I can't be at the office every day. I have to move everything back home. So I got to put in as much time, as much hours, get as much experience as possible in this like month timeframe between, you know, when I officially started and when this baby's coming here in the next couple of days. So um, are you, are you uh, going to be face to face or over the phone? Uh, over, fo- over the phone. That's um, like, I think that was like my weakness at first when I first got in the industry being face to face. I've always had like this issue. Where I don't want to make eye contact with people. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable um, where I am working on that. But over the phones, I've always been very good, very relaxed, very comfortable, you know, had more control. And, um, you know, when I found out that I can do these Medicare sales and help with the help people there and I could do it over the phone, I was like, that's it, man, I'm in, sign me up. That's, um, you know, it's comfortable, but also at the same time, it gives me the opportunity to, 
gain some momentum and then and then eventually i'll start you know i can do some you know face-to-face stuff but Mm -hmm. for now i want to make sure i'm doing or you know working on my strengths and then in the background trying to make my weaknesses you know get you know get rid of those so are you are you now um, getting leads and where you're talking to people or how, are you still uh, trying to finalize all the contracting? Um, my contracting is pretty much all finalized. Um, I finally just got Humana uh, yesterday, so that's all done. I'm just waiting for, you know, the uh, the, the the ready to sell status, um, and then have to wait for that, and then I have to wait for all the states that I have, you know, everything to kind of click together. Um, and then waiting for Sunfire to catch up with everything that I've got. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've got, uh, you know, we start, they started off with some leads and uh, we're also doing inbound calls. So, you know, I, I guess I, maybe I lucked out there with the uh, agency that I'm with, but uh, yeah, we've got plenty, plenty of leads and, you know, just working my power base and trying to, uh, like you said, you know, people don't know you, they can't flow you. Uh, Grant Cardone says that. So I'm just trying to get myself back out there, let people know what I'm doing, how I can help them. And everybody is a potential client to me. That's how I look at it. So whether it's on a piece of paper or I meet you at the gas station, you know, are you, are you going to um, uh, generate your own leads or is your agency helping you with your leads? What's your situation there? Um, So I, I want to um, set up a programs or, you know, set up a way to make my own leads. Cause I, I know that they supply them. I get, you know, you get the 50 leads a week or whatever. If you, and so many sales you get, you can get a bump up in that plus your inbounds. Um, but I don't, I don't want to rely on that, you know, because then I feel like I just have my hands out like, Hey, when new, when's my new leads? When's my, this, when's my, that I don't ever want to find myself in that situation because I know things can happen to where something might dry up, you know? And if I ever do have this rainy day or whatever, where something dries up, like I have my, my referrals that I've been working on. Um, so I've been calling people at like, uh, like financial advisors, real estate agents, um, and just trying to say like, Hey, do you have, do you offer Medicare? Do you offer, you know, supplemental benefits, insurance, stuff like that? If you don't, you know, would you like to work together? And same thing with, um, like real estate agents, like, Hey, when you buy a house, you know, could you, what would you want to offer the ability to, you know, sell mortgage protection to these people? So working on that on the back end while I'm, you know, in between making my calls and receiving calls. Um, but yeah, that's my goal. I want to, I want to have so much of, um, you know, so much coming in from my own work and my own doings that I don't have to worry about asking for leads or, you know, maybe this was a bad week. So I don't want to go to my upline and say, Hey, can I get more leads? I need more leads. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I want to be able to say, Hey, uh, don't worry about it this week. I don't need your leads anyway. I got my own. Mm-hmm. So that's where I want to eventually get to, to where I don't need, I don't need the agency to, you know, hand me these leads every week or whatever. What, uh, what industry are you coming from? Um, I was originally, um, industrial services and, uh, crypto and NFTs. So I worked, uh, I worked the industrial service company for a while. I worked my way up to the uh, number two guy. And again, you know, even though I was way up there and the only person above me was the owner of the company, I still felt like, I was trapped. You know, I had to, I had to be there at a certain time. I had to do this, that, and the other at a certain time. And I don't like being told what to do. It just doesn't work for me. Um, And I've always been, um, I've always kind of invested in stocks and crypto and stuff like that. And I had a uh, really, really good year in 2020. Um, I was able to turn like 15 grand into about 90 something in, in a few months. And I was like, 
you know, if I'm doing, if I could do this part time, well then let me just, I'm just going to quit this job and I'm going to go take the money that I made and work full time at it. And everything was going very well. You know, I was making on average like 50 to a hundred dollars every single hour of the day. Like, you know, it was, it was going very well. I figured, I thought I won the lottery and then the markets kind of crashed and everything dried up. So, you know, I was working, um, I was making like discord servers for NFT communities and community management and stuff like that. But those things dried up. And then I was living off of the money that I made until I ran out of the money that I had made and, you know, having the baby on the way, um, I was like, okay, I got, that's when I was like, all right, I got to do something different. Let me see what, what it takes to get back into this industry. And, uh, you know, after talking to my buddy at the time, like, he's like, Hey, this is where it's at. I think you will do great. You know, it's over the phones. You've got the right demeanor, the right attitude. Um, so I said, let's do it. Let's jump in. Yeah. I think, I think having the, the drive, um, you know, having something, there's nothing like having a baby that will motivate you to get up oh, yeah. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't, you know, like I said, the first three weeks I was, I was getting maybe three, four hours of sleep at night and I didn't want to wake up at two 30. Like that's like, that's a terrible idea. Like I, who yeah. wants to do that? Yeah. But you know, I, I knew that um, in order to, you know, accomplish what I wanted to do, like I had to do that. Um, luckily now I'm, you know, I'm waking up at four or four 30 rather than two 30, which is still a little bit early, but I get the extra two hours of sleep. So that helps. Um, are you, uh, what are you doing as far as education outside of what your, your office is providing you? What are you doing to immerse yourself in the, in the language and the culture? Um, what, what is it that, um, that helps you go above and beyond what maybe your, your upline, if you will, um, is providing for you what are you doing outside of what your company gives you um i mean well I, i'll start with you know what the company does give me it's um we have go guru university so i'm i'm in that uh, all the time i've got the uh the grant cardone uh, what grant you grant cardone university or whatever so i'm on those and then we've got the medicare monsters facebook and i'm just constantly reading so, you know someone's asking a question what's the answers and you know, I'll ask my own questions on there, just trying to, you know, get involved, whether it's commenting or not, or just, just reading like, Hey, these are great questions. I need to know these answers. I'm sure at one point in time, I'm going to come across this, um, you know, just trying to surround myself in that. Um, and then also, you know, we're, we're in the age of AI. Uh, I know you talked about chat GPT a little bit in one of the, uh, go guru, you, uh, university videos. And, you know, I, I use that, like I trained, um, I actually trained my own AI bot on everything that I could find Medicare wise. And I've trained it to um, create courses for me. And then, you know, I, I have this thing, create courses. I ask me these questions and if I'm wrong, it tells me I'm wrong and it tells me why I'm wrong. So just, you know, trying to learn any way possible. Um, you know, just, that's pretty much it, I guess, as far as that goes, you know, just trying so to get acclimated and. What's the next, next, uh, six months look like for you? Let's see the next six months. Um, I'm trying to figure that one out. I know that, um, when we hit AEP, obviously we're not going to, we don't get paid during, during AEP. So I'm working on, uh, now trying to focus on creating, you know, life insurance and hospital indemnity plan leads. So that way I can have some, you know, some, some insurance or something to sell that kind of supplement that that time. Um, but you know, I, I do have a goal that when, when January comes, when, when we get our checks, when the residuals start, you know, that's, 
I see that's where my life changes fully. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be able to move out of the house that I'm in. I'll be able to provide and feel, have a little bit of safety. Um, I know right now for the next couple of months, it's just going to be, you know, a, a dog fight. And, you know, it's like I said, there's no, there's no days off except for Sunday. And it's just from here until then, it's just trying to get myself out there, talking to as many people as I can, learning as much as I can. And, uh, just being of service to people, you know, like I've never been a uh, hard seller. I've never been this like shark of a person, um, you know, just trying to go above and beyond. Like, even if I can't uh, help enroll you into a plan, uh, I try to at least sell you on myself, you know, Hey, just to let you know, like I wasn't able to help you, which is totally fine, but I still want to be your guy. I still want, I still want you to call me. still want you to ask questions if you need them. And, you know, also like, Hey, if you know anybody, like, let me, if you thought that I did well for you today, like, let's see if I can, let's see who else we can help. Like, yeah, I think as long as you never take no as a no, but as, right. a, as a not, not right now. Um, yeah. And I, I found value in that even just in my own agency is um, just the people that you can't help. You still want to do the best that you can for them. Um, yeah, absolutely. You can leave them better than how you found them and then tell them that, um, you're available for, for them. And I always tell people to save my cell phone number in their cell phone. Uh, and then mm -hmm. I actually tell them to text me from their cell phone. So that way I yeah. know that they have it. And then um, I say, now take that information and give it to whoever you come across that may need help as well. <clears throat> and there's been several times where, uh, I mean, it's not something you can count on, you know, it's, it, you, right. can't, you can't make a business off of it, but it is something that, you know, it's just another, um, tool in your in your in your bag where um, you'll get those random referrals that come in and say so and so and you're like looking at for them in your crm and you <laughs> forgot right, to save right. them because you never told them anything um but i mean it's it's something even if you get a couple of those uh, a year i mean that still adds to to your bottom line yeah. that's important yeah. So, okay. So, um, you want to talk to as many people as you can, you want to help as many people as possible. Um, I mean, what, what are your goals look like? What are you, um, what, besides your family, uh, right, right. What's going to be the, the motivator for you financially and business wise? Um, my financial motivation is, uh, you know, to get out of the position I'm in, like, uh, you know, to be like completely upfront and honest, like I just got, uh, last week I got my third repossession letter. Uh, you know, I've been like skir skirting by, by the skin of my teeth. Uh, but luckily, you know, yesterday I was able to get that taken care of. I made a decent amount of sales and stuff last week. Um, so I see, you know, I see myself getting out of this hole, like, uh, there for a while, I wasn't even sure how I was going to get by, you know? And then now that I have this opportunity in front of me, you know, I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel and, um, you know, it, it's just, I know I have to put in all the work and I, I plan on putting in more work than anybody else. Like if I see somebody here for 12 hours, I'm going to be here for 13, you know, and I try to make sure that every hour that I have is I'm actually, you know, being, I'm doing something. I'm not just sitting, I don't just get here early in the morning before everyone. So I can sit here and stare at the computer. Like I make sure my, my time has you know value to it. Um, and are then, you, are you writing down your goals? Uh, I have to get better at that. Um, I do know, I, I, I do know that that's a, a necessary thing. I've actually got my uh, law of attraction planner here on my desk. I just haven't started writing anything in it. Um, I mean, a lot of, a lot of, uh, currently a lot of my goals, I just, 
you know, within my own head. Um, you know, like when I wake up in the morning, that's like one of the first things I think about as I'm going to bed at night. That's one of the things that I think about. Um, but yeah, I definitely need to work on, you know, writing them down um, and making them fit, put them in the physical form, you know, not just thoughts in my own head. Um, because I, I, put as, them, I put them on your wall, um, some kind of whiteboard or something. I, I do that yeah. every single week. <clears throat> I look at, um, you know, revenue and, and I look at sales. And every single week I, I write it down. And typically the way that I do it is I reverse engineer it. But I've been doing this for almost 15 years, right? So I have something to gauge what I'm trying to accomplish off of, right? So I know that X number of um, sales means I need to have this number of appointments, which means I need to have this many phone calls, which means I need to have this many leads, right? Right. And so it's very hard. I think that if you, you're like, okay, well, I want to, I want to make one sale a day, which I think the goal should be one sale a day, especially when you're just starting out. Um, okay. One sale a day. So that's five to six a week. All right. So how do I get to that five to six a week? How many leads is that going to take? And I think if you don't have it written down that I need this many leads and I this many conversations, this many, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think it's going to be hard to, to hit a goal if you don't reverse engineer right. exactly what you need to do. Um, you know, having a goal, I think you're right. Having a goal is one thing, but then actually writing it down. I think that, that there's some power in that, um, yeah. that I think a lot of people can benefit from. And I, I know a lot of agents who, you know, make a hundred, 120,000, $150,000 a year. And, you know, they don't write anything down. But I always ask, well, how much more could they be making if they just wrote something right. down? You know? So yeah, yeah. But I mean, like as far as my numbers and stuff go, like I I, I track those. Um, I I thought you were referring to like you know like life goals and stuff like that, like what I wanted to accomplish in my life. Now, obviously, those two I need to start writing down. Um, but yeah, I, I do I do track the numbers. Obviously, I'm sure there's better ways to do it than just uh, on a piece of paper. Um, but you know. I obviously like I, I track all my numbers, how many calls I make, how many contacts I made, how many presentations I made. Um, I even track my mood for the day. Um, you know, like I, I had it on my whiteboard here, but it fell. So I got to get some new uh, little sticky tabs to set it back up. Um, but I would make a mark every hour, you know, whether it was either a green pen, green or red, green, red or blue. And if it was green, we were in the, we were feeling good for that hour. If it was red, you know, we were feeling bad. If it was blue, we were feeling just kind of whatever. Um, you know, and I started tracking that and then I started to notice like, okay, maybe I didn't get any sales this day. Well, how was I feeling that day? Because, you know, sales is a transfer of belief. And if you don't have the belief that you're doing the right thing or what you're showing them is the right thing, then they're going to know that whether you, what doesn't matter what your words say, you know, Hey, this is the best plan you could have. Let's do this. But if you're in this terrible mood, if you're not in the right mind space to, you know, send that, uh, you know, Napoleon Hill says that the brain is a sending and receiving station for the vibration of thought. So it's not necessarily my words that you're getting. You're also getting these vibrational thoughts that I'm sending out to you. Uh, at least that's how I look at it. Um, so I started to track my, my mood for the day and my mood for the hour. And so I can go look back at my numbers hourly and my mood hourly. And then I, I had this thought that I was like, okay, so you had some rough days. Cause it's, you know, we're just starting out here. Like it's not smooth sailing. You know, I'm, I was waiting for some contracts to come through. I was waiting to get appointed here. And, you know, my Sunfire wasn't fully, um, 
my ready to sell status wasn't full yet, even though I was appointed and I can submit the applications directly through the carrier, but I couldn't use Sunfire. Um, you know, there for a while, I was actually using just the training version of Sunfire to make sales. And then I would go through the carrier website. Um, but I was like, Hey, you know, okay, you're having a bad hour. Why are you having just a, like, why are you just marking it down as a bad hour? So then I started to track, you know, okay, how do we, um, how do we shift our mindset? So you had a bad hour, take a five minute break and then figure out a way to make sure that that next hour is in the green, you know, as far as your mood goes. So like when I, when I first started, I was, I didn't, I didn't take a break. I didn't go eat. I didn't go to the bathroom if I didn't have to, I was just on the computer making the calls, whether I was in a good mood or not. And that's fine that I can push through the adversity and I can push through whatever happens. But, you know, if your mindset's not right, pushing through, it's not really necessarily going to get you the results you want. What are you, uh, so you had mentioned that you're waiting on contracts, but you're already actively starting to sell. What are you, what are you selling now? What are you uh, writing? Uh, so I've got uh, hospital indemnity plans. I've done some life insurance and, um, you know, just um, map these, uh, stuff like that. So like I said, like I've, uh, I've got my ready to sell status with my carriers, but you know, I'm trying to get a hold of Sunfire to see what's going on is why is uh, my ready to sell status isn't showing up there. Um, but yeah, you know, just you know, like I said, map these, I haven't really got into any supplements or anything like that yet. Um, you heard, met, you're talking about Medicare advanced plans, MAPD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what, what kind of leads are you working now? How, what are you talking to? Uh, so we've got the, um, uh, direct mailers. And then, you know, like I said, we've got our inbounds. Uh, so we've got the, uh, you know, the IFG call center coming in. So in between whether I'm getting an, an inbound call or I'm you know, calling a lead directly, it's, uh, mostly just off the mailers. Okay. Um, so are you, are you working newer mailers or what kind of, cause like when I first started, um, my manager would hand, hand me a stack of leads and paper leads and uh, I would just go to work. I'd, I'd actually never yeah. realized until a couple of years into it when they promoted me to a manager because I was captive for five years. And okay. uh, uh, so he would hand me uh, leads and I actually didn't know that those leads were like two, three years old. <laughs> I had no idea. He would never tell me. I just thought they were the best thing ever. Um, <laughs> until he actually gave me some new leads and I realized what I was actually working. But uh, yeah. are you typically working new leads or what are you, what are you t- typically touching? Um, well, I, I did start off on old leads, uh, you know, cause they wanted me to, you know, get the experience, get the time in, get the reps in, uh, get, get my teeth kicked in a little bit from here, here, you know, time to time, um, which I appreciate, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm no stranger to adversity. I actually, you know, I, I try to run head, head first into it. Um, but yeah, like I said, I started off, I think I had like 200 something leads, older age leads and just ran through those. And now that we have these direct transfers coming in, you know, those are, those are hot off the press. Like those are, these guys, they remember filling out the card. They know why I'm calling or, you know, they know why we're on the phone. Um, you know, like before, like I was calling these age leads, they're like, I don't remember filling out a card. Yeah, that's fine. But, you know, like I said, I'm just the agent that was assigned to help you. Like you're trying to overcome these hurdles, which is fine because you have to get better at it because not every sale is going to be a laydown. Um, and if you started off with just lay down sales, you're never really going to be, uh, you know, a good agent. Like in, in my opinion, anyway, like you have to have the struggle. You have to have the adversity. You have to have those uh, objections to overcome and those, uh, you know, older leads to get through. Like you got to start somewhere.
unless you're really lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless you're really lucky. Yeah, maybe you maybe you start off with some, you know, fresh leads that they just filled out the card a week ago. Like, well, not even that. I'm saying, uh, and I and I was saying that uh, jokingly because I don't believe in luck. But um, oh, okay, I got as, you. I got yeah. you. <laughs> no, I mean, as far as you know, somebody who gets their di uh, marketing dialed in. Uh, you, okay. know, you know, that's the other thing is we got to remember is we're not just salespeople, we're marketers too. We're always marketing ourselves, our products, our business. And it's important uh, to really dial in that marketing because the the better you do at your marketing, the easier the sales come in, you know? Right. Uh, the, the, the harder you have to struggle in your marketing, the harder it is for you to get somebody to talk to. Um, I right. think they go, they go hand in hand. I think a lot of agents, especially like uh, uh, independent agents who had their own agencies who work by themselves, you know, maybe one or two people in the shop, they forget that they're marketers first. Um, and, and we really have to surround ourselves not only with insurance lingo, um, you know, and all these different products that, that we have, but it's also important to, um, really really take in as much marketing information as you possibly can you know listening to the gary v's when gary v first started um i think there was a lot of a lot more marketing advice than what he has now uh patrick bet david i think now oh, yeah. my script right now that i have uh, whenever i'm talking to medicare clients uh, I actually developed from some of the stuff that Patrick Bet David was talking, you know, uh, listening to Kobe Bryant when he was on stage. That was really interesting. Um, looking at uh, people like Shaq, uh, man, he is so, 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 so smart. And just looking at his business ideas. And so there's a lot of people that we could be following outside of the insurance industry that mm -hmm. really, really, and just one little nugget, just something, something, something small, one little nugget can really help uh, change the course of what your marketing looks like. And I, I always try to, especially if I'm on a road trip, I, I took a road trip last week, went to, down to Miami, we decided to drive it. And uh, I mean, I, I listened to a few different podcasts and I actually got a few little nuggets, which actually gave me the idea to start this type of podcast, to do okay. one, one episode a week. And I remember sitting there with my wife for dinner and I'm like, hold on a second. I need to write something down. And again, I'm a big, big, big proponent in writing things down. I have, I always have a notebook with me and whether it's my goals, whether I'm having a conversation. So like even just you and me talking, whenever you would say something, um, there's a few things that I even, I even wrote down. It's small. It's nothing okay. big, right? Yeah. But um, that really, really helps focus my mind. And so whenever I have a really good idea, whether it's and the worst part for me is if it's 11, 12 o'clock at night and I'm trying to go to bed and I have an idea, I will, cause I don't keep my phone next to me when I sleep. Um, right. I, I think it's not good for your brain to have it with you all the time. Right. Um, yeah. And so, and that's the other thing is that's what helps me wake up in the morning is I have to physically get up and go and turn my alarm off. Once I get out of bed, you know, once I get into motion, I'll pretty much stay in motion. But, um, <clears throat> you know, sometimes it'll be 12 o'clock at night and I have to get up and go and write down, or yeah, sometimes I'll even text my wife, um, whatever that idea was, or maybe something that I forgot to do for that day. Cause I have every single day, I start with the to-do list. I always write down to do, 
and I split it into two columns. I have money-making to-dos and not money-making to-dos. And okay. so I actually, uh, whenever I write down my to-do list, there's stuff. So like right now, for whatever reason, I have four different websites, uh, my train telemarketers, my train virtual assistants, uh, my two-minute Medicare, and my American insurance benefits. So uh, two of those are, actually I have five websites, but four of the five are down. I have no idea why. Well, I know why I, I finally got an answer from my server, but that's stuff that it's costing me money by not having my, my websites out uh, like working, but it's not something that I can personally fix myself. So right. I'm just at the mercy of the server uh, and the host right now, which is, it is what it is. But um, so I, I wrote that down, fix websites, <laughs> you know, but, but that's not money making stuff right now. Um, and then there's, there's money-making stuff, right? I need to, I need to do a Facebook post. I need to call this number of people, you know, I need to check emails, right? Which is not a money-making thing. I'll look through my emails and I'll have a customer that says, I want to buy Medicare supplement. Okay. Well, that's a money-making thing. And so my day is always split into stuff that I have to do, but stuff that will make me money today. And then stuff that won't make me money, but I still have to get it done. And then I prioritize that where my money making activities are going to be during money making hours right so when you walk into the office at seven o'clock in the morning which it is right now you're not going to be able to call anybody it's too early right that but this is the time that give uh, this gives you the opportunity to to uh, to brush up any scripts that you may be uh, trying to memorize um maybe any marketing that you're trying to do research some marketing ideas research research some keywords on google whatever right and so those are not money making activities today but eventually they will make you money and then nine o'clock rolls around and you're like okay well i got 50 leads i have to get those are money marking making activities and so you're gonna prioritize that over an email that comes in that can wait to be answered till seven o'clock at night you know And, and so every single day I write down exactly what I'm trying to accomplish for that day. And if I'm trying to get out of the office early, so a couple of days ago, my buddy invited me out on his boat and I was like, okay, well, I have to get started earlier because I have less day, right? Because I'm trying to end it early. And, and so I, I wrote down everything that I needed to do and I did everything before I left the office. Um, I ended up being a little bit late to, you know, I told him I'd be there at three. I was in the to like almost four, but it doesn't matter because I had to make sure that I took care of my to-do list before I left the office. Okay. Where, where are you, uh, where are you located? Uh, you said you were East coast too. Yeah. Ohio. Okay. Yeah. So, um, like our office is out in Cleveland. Okay. So that's what you're saying before. So you're, and then you're, you're in Youngstown, which is the 80 miles that you're driving. Yeah. And you're doing that every day. Yeah. Six days a week. but it's early so you just cruise right hour and a half and you're there yeah yeah like yeah hour and a half hour and 15 depending on the speed but it's um you know i i I use that time like i listen to a podcast or i listen to videos or you know something like it's a good time to and it's also like a good time to transition from home to work and work to home like it's you know on my way home maybe i'll listen to more music Mm -hmm. you know on my way to maybe I'll listen to, you know, more motivational stuff or, you know, something that's maybe more, you know, um, more Medicare related or more insurance related or just something to get my mind right to be prepared for the day. Um, 
you know, cause you could easily just sit there in that hour and a half and just go completely blank. And then when you get to the office, you're not even ready. Now you have to get ready to be there. Like I want to be ready when I'm, when I pull in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, taking advantage of that and like, you know, and for, you know, since this is for new agents, like, you know, obviously, like I said, like I, there was times where I didn't even know how I was going to come up with the gas money to drive to and from work. Um, but I can relate, but it's a good problem to have because if you don't have problems, you don't find solutions, you know? And like, that's where I think, you know, as a new agent, you know, as myself, like, or anybody else out there, like we have to be in control of our minds. We have to be in control of our perspectives and how we see things because, you know, me not figure me not knowing how I was going to, you know, buy food today or buy gas today or tomorrow, whatever the case may be like that might shut most people down. Hey, sorry, I can't, this insurance thing's not going to work for me. You know, when you have no choice and all your bridges are burnt, there is. Oh yeah. No, I've burnt every, every one of my bridges are gone, buddy. Like they're all, they're out. There's no, there's no, if you, if you live with the mentality of, well, if that doesn't work, if this doesn't work, I'll go try something else. If you live with that mentality, it's very, very hard to go all in. Right. Um, Oh yeah. Have you, do you know who Hunter Atwood is? Have you seen him before? He's, he keeps kind of a low profile online, but uh, he, uh, he was a speaker at Medicare con this, this last time. He's a really good friend of mine. Um, he's been in the insurance industry, I think since 2015, 2016. And I remember his story. Uh, he actually documented it. He, he posted a really, really cool video on his page. Uh, uh, he said that when whether it was a high, whether it was a low, um, he was just going to document it. And he documented this thing for like four or five years. Like he'd, really? he'd say, you know, I'm living here at so-and-so's couch or whatever, and here's what I'm doing. And so he doc, and it's interesting because he documented his lows. So he had saved up, I think, around $10,000. And uh, he, uh, he burnt through that $10,000 and had like $500 left. And he's like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I still have $500, so I'm gonna make it work. And I mean, he, it, it's kind of cringy to watch at first, but it's so motivational yeah. because it was like, um, just, just struggle after struggle after struggle after struggle after struggle, and then you st- slowly start to see him just getting better and better and better and. And like you said, you know, the mental shift, you know, he, he changed his mind so much, uh, changed his lifestyle. Uh, he travels a lot now. He writes a ton of business. Uh, I think he's 26, maybe 27 years old. And okay. Hunter, if you're watching this, I apologize if I called you too old. Um, maybe you're younger than that. But um, the point is, man, he he burnt every single bridge he had nothing left. I mean, he, he, he had nothing in his bank account, you know, and then just watching that video, I think for like a new agent, I would go befriend Hunter on Facebook and I would go on his page and find that video that he posted. And I would watch that video every single day until I started finally seeing the trajectory going up. Cause I remember like when I, when I, I had to start over twice, um, start over with my, from my nine to five into a captive agency. They, I was making six figures. They promoted me to a manager. They moved me down to Charleston, which is how I ended up here. Um, but I got tired of the politics of working for somebody else. And I love those people to death. Uh, I think that um, my managers at that time, 
I think they're wonderful people. We still keep in touch now, but that, that culture, that wasn't something that I envisioned for the rest of my life. Right. So Mm -hmm. I really truly wanted to be independent and not dependent on somebody to, like you said, even give me the leads. And so I remember when I started over again, I went from making 120,000 a year, which I thought was a lot of money at the time, um, to making, I made 30,000 this next year. Um, I literally had to borrow from one credit card to pay another credit card. Uh, we almost went into foreclosure with our house and the mortgage on that house is only like $800 a month. I mean, it was, and I had two kids at that time and it was very, 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 very difficult. I still remember. Um, now fast forward seven, eight years. How long has that been? Eight years. Um, cause it was 2015 when I had to start over and I started my own agency, uh, man, I'm telling you right now, like I, I, and me and my wife talk about this all the time. Um, we never, never, never want to forget where we came from eight years ago, ever. Um, I, 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 every penny that I have, I don't want to take for granted because I remember the struggle. And I think if you, like you said, if you don't go through that struggle, it's going to be very hard to really enjoy the fruits of your labor once you, you know, you get to the top. So I think, I think writing down your goals, I think that's important. Um, I really think just talking to as many people as you can when you're brand new is super, super, super important. When you go to a, I don't know if you drink or not, um, but if you go to a bar and you're sitting there, you're trying to recover from a day and you're having yourself a cocktail or whatever, and there's people to the left of you and people to the right of you. And if you're just like this with your blinders on and you don't talk to anybody, yeah, you, I'm not saying you're not going to be successful, but especially when you're new, everybody needs to know what you do. And especially if you're a regular at that bar. So like, uh, it's funny because the, um, the place that I go to, um, and I don't, I don't drink very much anymore, but the, the place that I go to, almost everybody at that bar now buys insurance from me. <laughs> okay. The restaurant bought a policy for me. I wrote them an ACA policy. Every employee, every server, every waiter, every waitress, they all bought a policy for me because they know what I do. And I, okay. I think if you're, if you got a group of uh, 50 people, they need to know what you do. I think that's super, super, super important. Yeah. What is uh so what's that stuff on your wall? I see I see your monitor with oh with oh the here yeah what is that piece? all of that yeah what is that uh so this is um my uh man of war society certificate um I don't know if you've ever heard of the man of war society um it's like a five day event it's like it's like uh it's kind of relatable to like hell week for um probably what the navy seals kind of go through okay um but it's, it was just, you know, literally five days of hell. They break you down physically, mentally, so spiritually, everything. Um, and it's just, it was a, it was an experience that like changed my life. And it was part of one of the reasons why I quit my job and, you know, and got into the NFTs and crypto and then what's kind of brought me here and, you know, helps keep my, uh, my willpower, my determination, my mindset in the right space. Um, yeah, you have to check that out. Like look it up, um, man of war crucible on, um, instagram or facebook uh there's actually a uh 
uh, man of war group going through right now. These guys are getting, uh, getting their faces kicked in. Um, but you know, it was something that I learned a lot about myself, you know, like I, um, you've got a 50 pound ruck pack. They're making you run 20 miles a day. You're under the water. You're getting, you know, drowned, uh, you know, getting, uh, I can't talk about too much of it, but, um, you know, I got you, it. you get really, you get tested and then you get to know who you are and what you're capable of. And, uh, you know, I think if I had that experience, you know, six or seven years ago, when I first started in the industry, I think I'd probably never would have left, but you know, the world works the way it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I've got, um, up here, I have a, uh, $1 million check that I wrote out and signed from myself to myself dated, um, March 23rd, 2025. So in about two years here, I've got a nice uh, million dollar check coming my way. I get to cash that bad boy. Um, and then also I've got, um, this is my, uh, Scottish right, my 32nd degree, um, certificate as a, uh, Freemason. So I have a nice little, um, group of, uh, you know, power base there. So I've got my, uh, Freemason friends and brothers, and I've got my man of war society brothers. Uh, so, you know, just letting those guys know what I do, letting, and kind of building off that power base, you know, I, I've kind of trying to take it, not advantage of it, but or not take sure. it for granted or whatever, but sure. uh, use that to, you know, help people get my name out there. Um, actually, one of the uh, brothers in the MOW Society, Man of War Society, he's a financial advisor out in Texas. And as soon as I introduce myself as to what I'm doing now, um, he's like, hey, you know, I'm a financial advisor. My Medicare referral guy retired. He's like, let's hop on a call. Like, so then we hop on a call. And next thing I know, now he's uh, going to send every person that wants Medicare or, you know, soon to be Medicare, life insurance, hospital indemnity, they, they, they all go my way. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where that goes. Yeah. Now your desktop, it looks like it has a bunch of papers on it. What is that? Uh, these are my notepads. So I can kind of, so I've got like someone's name, date of birth, zip code, just like basic information address. So that way, like, you know, as I'm, let's say I'm calling someone and, uh, they're maybe they're not interested right now or they don't have the time right now, but I was able to get the information. So when I call them back the next day or whatever, instead of saying, Hey, what was your doctor again? What was your medications again? You know, cause we've already went through it. I guess. They don't want to go through it again. Like they didn't have the time yesterday. Now that they really think that they want to have the time to go grab their medications and stuff again. So I can just say, so basically Hey, like you know, your lead, you. lead intake forms kind of right. Okay. Yeah. So instead yeah. of having it on paper, that's on your computer. Yeah. And it's, it's nice because like, you know, if I got a Joe Smith here, I've got his information. Um, and then when I close this tab out and it'll go into my, um, like my notepad server thing, I can just click that up and just type Joe Smith. And then his, his postcard or thing will pop right up. And I can say, Hey Joe, I got your information here. I've already put it in. Cause I knew I was going to call him. We had an appointment set at, you know, 10 o'clock or whatever. I've, I'm already on Sunfire. I've already got everything put in and then I can just pick up where we left off. You know, Hey, I got to read this, uh, you know, the SOA again for you, regardless of whether we talked yesterday, got to do that. And then, and then I can just make that appointment, you know, save, save us 10, 15 minutes of trying to get all that information back again. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I try to keep everything there. I do have a little bit of a goal sheet here on this, on this one, as far as like, you know, what I do need to accomplish or like where my carriers are, if I've, you know, fully done the licensing or fully appointed or whatever, just kind of keep track of stuff there. But, um, trying to keep or trying to stay organized as much as I can. When's uh when's your baby due? 
pretty much any day now, man. Uh, could be today, could be tomorrow, could be a week from now. Uh, we're just pretty much just waiting for it to, to make our way into the world. So, your first, yeah, first one. Nice, congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So you're got definitely gonna have a lot more motivation coming real quickly. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, this this little our, our baby, she's a little girl. Um, she is actually uh, like two two and a half weeks ahead of like her her schedule, like as far as like her growth size and everything. So I'm like, this little girl is uh, she, like from the womb. She's telling me, hey, dad, you know, move with more speed. You know, I'm coming. I'm not. I'm not giving you the full forty weeks. Like you don't have time. Like hey get to it she's already kicking ass <laughs> yeah yeah she's already like hey daddy you gotta start uh you know move faster you know be more efficient that's so. awesome that's awesome well i uh I, like i said I, I appreciate you being on this call um is there anything else that maybe you'd want uh, people to know or to hear um, um went kind of all over the place with everything but i hope this yeah no that's fine uh, i, I was like uh, i said you know i would just say you know be conscious of how you're feeling, how you're, how you're thinking, you know, um, look at these problems as a good thing. Like if something's going wrong or, you know, like I said, you know, I, I was using the, uh, training version of uh, Sunfire for a while to, to look clients up and make sales. Like, you know, then I would submit them directly. Like at first I was like, I need the real Sunfire. Like I can't do this. And then and I was like, wait a minute, these problems are good to have because when you have problems, you, have the ability to find solutions so you just have to adapt pivot overcome smile in the face of the adversity if you have a problem just say hey hallelujah thank you like i needed this you needed that problem for a reason like it gives you the ability to find an answer yeah. um and you know just don't be afraid to take a five minute break you know go walk outside go get some sun some vitamin d like if you're having a bad moment bad day bad time like hit the pause button you know yeah get your mind right because like I said, you know, you, you got to make sure that we're in the right mindset to service these people and help them out. And if you're in a bad mood, you might be a little bit uh, short with someone, or you might not want to do the extra work that it takes to help someone out. You know, if you're in a bad mood, you might just say, Hey, yeah, yeah. Call, call this number. And then uh, let me know when you figure it out. Mm -hmm. But if you're in that good mood, that right mind space, Hey, let's get on this call right now. We can three-way call these guys and we'll, we'll get it figured out for you right now. Mm -hmm. So you know, smile in the face of adversity. Um, the obstacle is the way, you know, that's a great book, by the way. Um, just head on first, you know, if you're going yeah. to do this, um, burn your bridges, like don't have a plan B because if you have a plan B, that's where you're going to end up at. Like your plan A is never going to work if you already constructed a plan B. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You might know? as well make plan B or plan A then at that point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> if you have two so, plans, pick the one that you want to do the most, you know, and focus on that one. Not. Yeah, I agree. 100%. If you have a yeah. plan B, then you really should get rid of plan A and just focus on plan yeah. B. Yeah. Reevaluate. But, yeah. uh, yeah, but I, uh, you know, I wish you, I wish you all the luck. Um, you have my, I think you have my email. Yeah, you do. Cause I emailed you. Yeah. Um, I had to email you from my personal account because my dang servers are down. But once I have my business account, I'll give you that information. And if you okay. have any questions, man, I'd love to help you. I think the most important part, especially when you're new, is surrounding yourself with like-minded people. I think oh, yeah. it's super, super, super important. Um, and I, I really don't think, um, 
that you could ever be too needy when you're when you're brand new. So um, and like for me, like I have no modesty. So I will if I need something, I will annoy the heck out of whoever I need to annoy until I get what I want. Um, I mean, I will literally randomly just show up at your house and just sit there on your couch and eat your food until I get what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I, you know, I, and so, um, just surround yourself with the people like-minded people who are are on the same path, the same trajectory, and then also find somebody, a mentor, which you already have, you know, you have, um, the person that that's helping you with all this. Um, you just, you want to take, 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 soak up as much knowledge as you can. Cause right now you're, you know, you're in your infancy of, of your business and you know you're just take as much as you can take as much information so i i I appreciate you being on this call i appreciate you um uh taking the time i wish you all the best i think with your mindset you're gonna kill it um i think you know what you need to focus on um i can't wait to uh talk to you a year from now and and see how much you've done and uh, maybe uh, when you're ready to cash that check, I'll fly down there and we can you can buy me a drink or something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Whatever we want, you know, let's go for it. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I think that'd be cool. You know, maybe have like a six month or one year, like, you know, check in. You know, maybe that's a good idea for you. Like as you start talking to these new agents, like, hey, in six months, let's uh, check in with you. Like, are, are you still here or, you know, are you doing are you doing well? Are you doing worse? Like what's, you know. And like, I think that's another good thing for, for agents to see too. Like maybe it might be motivation for them. Like, Hey, he stuck it out. He was going through this. I might as well be able to do the same thing myself. The other thing is if you really, 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 really think that this is for you and I'm not talking to you in general anymore. I'm just talking yeah, to the you as the yeah, yeah. collective. And if you really, really, really want to make it work, but for some reason you've convinced yourself that you can't and you're about to quit before you pull the plug reach out to me my contact information will be um on the youtube video will be down below um just type in eugene marchenko on youtube if if you want to get my contact information but reach out to me and i will convince you why it's worth it um i in this industry within the first year i almost almost quit three times but i had somebody who would actually convince me not to. And one of those people is actually my wife. Um, nice. But I, I've had I, uh, my wife and then my manager, uh, who was actually a really good friend of mine, they talked me out of quitting. And I'm so thankful. So if that is you and you're listening and you're about to go to plan B, <laughs> um, yeah. reach out to me. I'll, I'll convince you why it's worth it. Just the lifestyle alone, not even the money, the lifestyle. So, all right, man. Anything else I can do for you? No, I think that's uh, that's good. Yeah, I might have to reach out to you um, about the website stuff. Uh, I was actually started to build my own little website, just uh, you know, something something to do, and I want to figure out how to make that work correctly, how to make it uh, you know a good tool for for clients or whatever. You know, like I said, I uh, trained that AI. Uh, bot on, you know, Medicare, ACA, VA benefits. I mean, just pretty much anything I can come across. Um, so I wanted to try to make that something that, you know, maybe my client can go to my website and if they can't get a hold of me or if they don't want to call me, they could just ask this uh, AI chat bot the question um, and, you know, it'll, it'll get them, hopefully it'll get them the answer they want. I'm still in the process of training it and making sure it does the right things. 
Um, but yeah, I want to, you know, talk to you about that maybe on a separate occasion and just see like, Hey, how else can I branch out, market myself and put myself out there? So cool. Cool. I'd love to help. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Sherry. Thank you so much. Yep. Thank you, man. It's been, uh, been a good, been a good time. So I look forward to seeing the next uh, videos you got, the next podcast and the next agents in the line to see what's, uh, what's going on with them. Awesome. All right, man. Have a good rest of your day. Yep. You do the same. Thank you. Thank you.